welcome to a brand new episode of the Jam Pack Report today for November the 6th of 2019. Of course, my name is Samuel Adams, and this is a daily gaming news podcast meant to bring you the hottest stories from around the industry five days a week, Monday through Friday, on YouTube and podcast services around the world, as well as on medium.com slash report. But if you do want to follow along and subscribe, I would appreciate that very much. However, before we dive into today's news, I did want to talk for just a couple of seconds about a brand new channel memberships offering on YouTube. If you do feel compelled to go the extra mile and give a couple of bucks a month, even a dollar a month, there is now an opportunity to jump in on that and support the channel just a little bit more. Now, there are two different options here, the first of which is 99 cents per month, and that gets you access to a loyalty badge and emotes in live streams, which I'm going to be doing more of in the coming weeks. Now, with that being said, there is a $4.99 a month option, which makes you pretty much a supporter of the channel. I call it a premium supporter. Uh, and you get your name read at the end of every podcast. And on top of that, you do get mentioned at the end of every video. And that's pretty much the two different options here. Now, I did want to start this off. This is more of a trial thing. And of course, as always, if you just want to keep watching the content for free, that is totally fine. I understand not everybody wants to support. And on top of that, not everybody can support. That is fine. I want to make that very, very clear. But for those that did want to go the extra mile, I wanted to give you a safe and direct option to do so, and that's exactly what channel memberships are. So if you want to learn more, there is a link down below, and it will be below every YouTube video going forward. But with that being taken into consideration, without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into today's top gaming news. First off, Rockstar scrambles to patch the launcher after Red Dead Redemption 2 has some PC woes right out of the gate. Red Dead Redemption 2's PC launch had a rocky start, with seemingly large numbers of players unable to launch the game at all. On both Reddit and Twitter, complaints have stacked up over an issue where clicking on play results in the error Red Dead Redemption 2 exited unexpectedly. Not great for players just wanting to get their cowboy or cowgirl on. In response to this, Rockstar has now updated its launcher and published advice pages to address the problem, although some players are still reporting issues. The release notes for the update detail that a number of problems surrounding the Rockstar Games launcher have been fixed, including preload encryption problems and a variety of other issues preventing Red Dead Redemption 2 from launching. It's unclear whether this has solved all the issues, however, as dozens of replies to Rockstar Support's tweet claim that problems persist despite the update. And it's still a bit of a mystery as to what exactly is causing the problems. On its support side, Rockstar seems to think the main culprit is out-of-date graphics drivers and also advises players to try running the game as an administrator. According to the r slash PC Red Dead subreddit, launch issues megathread, some players have had success by disabling their antivirus software before running the game. Others have reported success after updating their BIOS, manually updating Windows, or apparently even physically unplugging their hard drives. A few players found a solution to the activation required launch error, which involves logging out of the Rockstar launcher before logging back in again. Meanwhile, if you're experiencing issues with stuttering due to your CPU maxing out, Reddit user Sir Hangalore I believe I said that correctly, has also found a fix for that. Players are also reporting some as-yet-unsolved problems with the audio, low FPS in online mode, and stuttering in cutscenes. Given Rockstar only unveiled its new launcher back in September, the launch problems with the Red Dead Redemption 2 are not a particularly great look for its shiny new platform. If you want a full breakdown, of course, Digital Foundry is going to be putting one out soon to show the comparison in performance, but they might want to wait a couple of weeks because it could be a while before this game is fully up and running on PC. 
Now, with all of this being said, uh, not necessarily a unique scenario in the modern gaming industry. Many, many games run into issues whenever they do launch or even when they are ported uh, to a different platform. But considering the quality Rockstar often brings to the table, this one's a bit disappointing. Uh, now, I do want to say that the launcher is brand new. It's something that has not been tried and true over the years, so to speak. Again, just a couple of weeks old. So if it is, in fact, a launcher causing all these issues, then this could all be solved whenever the game does launch in December on Steam regardless. Uh, of course, I'm sure they're working very diligently and very quickly to patch uh, the issue that's going on with the native launcher that Rockstar put out, but at the same time, this is one of the biggest problems with proprietary launchers. Many of them work, many of them are effective, but every now and again you'll get one that just isn't quite prepared for the amount of traffic, the amount of, of publicity that isn't just prepared in general, and that's pretty much what you've got here with Rockstar. Now, what does make me wonder if this is a launcher issue is whenever you see stuff like uh, high CPU usage, frame rate drops, is this a launcher issue or is this a poorly optimized game? Uh, of course, you see the trailers that have been put out. Doesn't look poorly optimized to me. Looks like pretty much a uh, landmark PC game that looks gorgeous. I mean, 10 times better than modded GTA 5, in my opinion. Uh, however, that's just my two cents. Uh, now, if you did want to pick up Red Dead Redemption 2 on PC, I might wait a bit uh, before you dive in because you could be getting a better experience in a couple of weeks whenever the game launches on Steam or whenever they do patch the launcher and make the Red Dead Redemption 2 PC port for Rockstar's native launcher a better experience overall. Now, with that being said, moving on to the next story of the day, YouTube live streams get even more Twitch-like with super stickers at launch. There are eight packs available right now. YouTube is launching a new product today called Super Stickers, which allow a select number of creators to earn additional revenue during live streams. Super Stickers are a little cartoon character that fans can purchase to show their support for a streamer. The stickers on YouTube are not customizable, however, like many emotes on Twitch are. The product is launching today in 60 countries for creators who are over 18 years old and have monetized their channels with more than 1,000 subscribers. The company first announced Super Stickers during its annual keynote at VidCon, a convention for creators and fans held in Anaheim, California. There are eight sticker packs available at launch, five of which will feature animated cartoons. Those animated cartoons come with unique messages to help fans connect with creators. A few of the stickers can be seen below. They are nightmare fuel. YouTube decided to implement the stickers after seeing the success of Super Chat, its Twitch-like tool that allows people to purchase better placement for their messages to streamers. More than 100,000 channels use Super Chat, according to the company, with some creators earning more than $400 a minute. It hasn't all been positive, though. YouTube has faced backlash for allowing people to earn revenue from Super Chat while using hateful language or imagery. There are multiple examples of Super Chat being used to promote hateful ideologies, including a report from the Wall Street Journal that found people paying to post anti-Semitic contents on a live, excuse me, comments on a live stream hosted by far-right personality Ethan Ralph following a mass shooting at Pittsburgh's Tree of Life synagogue. YouTube's policy states that if a Super Chat is removed for violating our policies, YouTube will donate our portion of revenue to charity. There are only a select number of Super stickers available at launch, but the company is planning to release more in the coming months. And so we have another tool that YouTube is launching uh, for people to support the creators that they do want to support whenever they are live streaming. And I think that The Verge kind of missed the mark on this one because this is not a Twitch feature. Uh, this is taken directly out of Microsoft's Mixer playbook because if you go on Mixer, uh, stickers are pretty much the backbone of the Sparks and the Embers system. And for those that don't know, Sparks are pretty much a currency that is generated uh, as you watch. Uh, so it's a free currency. And then Embers are essentially bits from Twitch on Mixer. Did you follow that? 
it was a bit much. Uh, but essentially, stickers can be purchased, and then they're displayed on top of somebody's chat, on top of somebody's stream, and they can essentially be a better way to monetize the content and get people more involved in the stream. Uh, now, with stickers coming to YouTube, again, just another way for people to be able to monetize the content that they do uh, put out there, and I suppose that's a fantastic option. I'm just not exactly sure this is the best way to do it. I think that a general, maybe, currency like bits uh, would have been a better move in the long run for the next step. But at the same time, hey, stickers, sure, why not? You know, uh, there are many tools that YouTube has put out over the years, and they have uh, since taken it back, uh, said, hey, maybe that wasn't the best utilization of our time. And so this could be one of those, or it could be the big one that really kicks people over the edge and makes them profitable. Because, I mean, who wouldn't want to see this? What what even is hold on not these what what is this this thing right here I have zero idea for podcast listeners it's I don't even know anyways that's what YouTube's doing right now but guess what Amazon's doing snapping up Critical Role's big new animated series as a Prime exclusive. Amazon still is not done scooping up internet darlings to fill its prime video catalog. The internet giant has obtained sole rights to stream two seasons of Critical Role's The Legend of Vox Machina, an animated series that sets a record as Kickstarter's most funded video project to date. The role-playing theme project racked up nearly $11.4 million in funding, blowing well past its original $750,000 goal. You will still get to watch both the two-part opening special and the first season without paying for prime video, but venturing any further will require a subscription. You should hear a lot more about the logistical details of the arrangement in late 2020. The core cast members will both reprise their roles and serve as executive producers, including Matthew Mercer, known for McCree and Overwatch, and Laura Bailey, known as Nadine Ross and Uncharted. Vox Machina will revolve around a story from Critical Role's campaign that sees a group of drunken adventurers bond like family while they slay the forces of evil. It is not completely surprising that Amazon would land a deal. In addition to its eagerness to seize on internet trends, the funding helps keep Amazon's costs down and suggests there's sizable viewership. It's also convenient that Amazon owns Twitch, where Critical Role built its reputation by streaming live role-playing sessions. At the same time, this is a validation of Critical Role's strategy. It shows that a live streaming series with a huge following can translate that success to the on-demand world. And so, uh, very cool for the team at Critical Role to be landing this deal uh, with Amazon's uh, animated series. Uh, I think that's very, very neat. Of course, The Legend of Vox Machina has a tra trailer that was released earlier this year around March. Uh, and of course, it looks very impressive. For those that don't know, Critical Role is pretty much the go-to role-playing Dungeons & Dragons live streaming team uh, that has made waves throughout the Twitch uh, culture and on top of that, just the internet in general. Uh, people love these guys, and I think it's a very cool uh, step in the right direction to see, hey, look at that. They've got their own animated show that has now been scooped up by Amazon Prime. Uh, now, the only question that I have is, was this always the plan? Because I haven't been keeping up with this. Uh, but if this was funded through Kickstarter and it generated $11.4 million, I don't know how I would feel if all of a sudden the people turned around and said, hey, guys, guess what? Uh, landed a deal with Amazon. So now it's going to be an exclusive to Prime Video. Thanks for the support. I'd be kind of confused along those lines. Uh, but considering that a lot of people do have Amazon Prime, considering that Twitch and Amazon Prime uh, and Amazon in general are pretty much intertwined in 2019, uh, this shouldn't be that big of an issue for a lot of people. But again, would love to hear your two cents on this one. However, if you did want to watch The Leg Legend of Vox Machina, a critical role uh, animated series, it is going to be coming to Amazon's Prime in the near future. But... Moving on, let's talk about Rocket League, which will allow players to trade its not-quite loot boxes when they launch later this year. 
Rocket League developer Psyonix has revealed additional details about how the game's revised Blueprint system will work when it launches next month. If you have not followed Rocket League in a while, Blueprints will soon replace the game's existing loot crates. They're designed to provide more transparency on the in-game items you can buy using real-world money. Each time you earn a Blueprint, you'll be able to see exactly what the item unlocks. You can then either decide to purchase the drop or save it in your inventory to buy at a later date. Additionally, Psyonix revealed today that you'll also be able to trade any revealed Blueprints as well as any in-game items you used the schematics to buy with other players. To get everyone on the same page, Rocket League will convert any existing loot crates players have in their inventory to blueprints when the update goes live in December. When you launch the game, they'll be there waiting for you to reveal what they can turn into. One thing to note here is that you can't trade a blueprint without first finding out what it turns into since that would go against the spirit of the new system. Of course, the transparency being the spirit. Psionics also revealed that you'll be able to trade credits, the new premium currency you need to unlock blueprints in certain circumstances. The main takeaway here is that you'll be able to swap credits as long as only one player is offering the currency in a trade. Another important restriction is that you can offer excuse me, you can't offer credits to another player for free. You have to receive something as part of the transaction. Decryptors, an item that allows you to open a loot crate without purchasing a key first, will be phased out as part of next month's update, and if you happen to have any decryptors in your inventory, they'll be converted to bonus gifts, which you can open for free. Lastly, once the new in-game economy is up and running, you'll only be able to trade in items you got for free from a post-game drop. Rocket Pass items will still be ineligible for trade-ins. As before, Sonics thinks this new system is fair to players while still allowing it to monetize its game. Loot boxes have for a couple of years now been a major source of controversy since many of them don't reveal what's inside. Okay, cool. So, of course, if you're still playing Rocket League, this changes the fundamentals of the in-game economy. And overall, I think it's a move in the right direction. Uh, I'm still kind of concerned about the ability to trade. And it seems like they've pretty much limited the amount of malicious activity that could go on uh, by only allowing certain types of trades to go on. But I know that uh, with CSGO, for instance, most recently, uh, they have restricted trade in that game because people were literally laundering money through CSGO. Uh, so I don't want that to happen to Rocket League, and I don't think it will uh, after reading through exactly how the changes are going to be affecting the game and the economy. But at the same time, if you did have loot crates, if you did have uh, any kind of in-game currency going on in Rocket League right now, take this into consideration as you do move forward. Uh, but overall, Rocket League in a fantastic place going into 2020. Of course, who would have thought this game would get to the status it is today uh, just a few years ago whenever it launched as a PlayStation Plus uh, launch game. And on top of that, uh, you also have the giant uh, swath of people that have come in as the game has branched out to various other platforms. Uh, but to see the game continuing to grow and to see the game and the company acquired by, of course, Epic earlier this year, I think is going to do nothing but allow uh, Jeremy Dunham, Jeffrey Dunham, uh, one of those as a comedian, I think, the team at Psionics to grow as the years go on. However, a brand new free-to-play game is out now if you did want to dive into Hearthstone Battlegrounds. And of course, a free legendary for everyone. Hearthstone Battlegrounds, the new auto-battler announced over the weekend at BlizzCon, is now live, or at least it is for those who attended BlizzCon in person, or as a virtual ticket holder, and players who have pre-purchased either of the Descent of Dragons card bundles. Luckily for everyone else, you won't have to wait long to get in if you don't fall into one of these categories, as the full open beta will kick off in a week. Battlegrounds will launch with 24 heroes, each with a unique power that impacts how they'll recruit and play their minions. Players will select a hero, then toddle off to Bob's Tavern to sign up some willing fu flunkies? What the hell is 
as a willing flunky. These units can be upgraded, buffed, and even sold and replaced over the course of the game. Once your squad is set up, you'll arrange them on a board, ideally in a way that will maximize their abilities to complement their teammates, at which point it's time to throw down. Combat will pit eight players against one another in one-on-one battles to the death. Attacks will be launched from left to right against a randomly selected enemy unless they are presented with a taunt minion, who always gets jumped first. Taunt and other keywords work in the same way as they do in regular Hearthstone. Once the round of combat is complete, everyone heads back to the tavern to recruit, upgrade, and modify, and then back to the board for another brawl. Heads get knocked until only one player is left standing. The good news for prospective players excuse me, who find my explanation lacking is that the game includes a full tutorial narrated by none other than Bob the Barkeep, which will give you the full lowdown on what's going on. You can also check out all of the bosses and cards currently available in Hearthstone Battlegrounds at playhearthstone.net, and there are some tips from Crip, who I'm told one should never skip. And of course, we're skipping them. Uh, but... This is very cool, of course. For those that don't know, this is pretty much their answer uh, to the League of Legends auto battler that came out earlier this year uh, that pretty much took the world by storm. And I think this is a very cool-looking game, especially for those that are into the lore of Hearthstone itself. Uh, now, if you do want to dive into it, uh, I, I totally just lied. This is not this at all. Jesus, I'm completely off. Uh, no, this is just a brand... What? Hearthstone Battlegrounds. All right, we got it. we're doing some on-the-fly Googling here. Uh, videos. Give me some Hearthstone Battlegrounds. I could have sworn this was the the legitimate uh, competitor to the League of Legends game that came out. Uh, no idea. Well, I was completely and totally wrong. Anyways, if you're into Hearthstone, then by all means, you can check that one out. My bad on that one. Should have done a bit more research. To be honest with you, I wake up about 15 minutes before I start recording this podcast and just have a giant slew of articles to read through as I sip on my morning coffee, which I haven't made yet. So, yeah. Anyways, if you do want to uh, dive into Hearthstone Battlegrounds, then by all means, you can totally do that. Uh, if you do have access, because there is early access right now, but if you don't, coming out in a week. Very confused on that one. My apologies. However, moving on to the final story of the day. New Apex Legends bug lets players attack each other before the matches begin. The latest Apex Legends update dropped today, bringing with it a balance of adjustments, including limited time duo matches and the long-awaited firing range practice mode. But sometimes we have to take a good look with the bat. I'm totally messing this article up. I don't know what's going on today. Which in this instance means dealing with the arrival of a bug that gives players the ability to attack and even knock each other down before they even leave the dropship. Apex Legends was updated just a few hours ago, but social media has already been inundated with examples of the bug. Oddly enough, it only occurs during the loading screen before a match, and that's apparently enough time to deal enough damage to unequipped players to put them on their backs. The bug isn't confined to just duos either. Footage from Twitch streamer... DK Big Boy, okay, shows him going down before a regular three-on-three match. This clip purports to show the bug extending to teammates, even though Apex Legends doesn't have friendly fire. While hilarious, this bug does pose some problems for folks serious about their Apex Legends experience. The beginning of a match is always a frantic race for weapons and resources, and having to pick up a teammate that someone managed to knock down before the match started can drastically eat into the amount of items they're able to pick up and make them sitting ducks for more well-prepared teams. Of course, the author did try this out for themselves on PS4, and while it's dead simple, all you have to do is spam the melee button and wait for those satisfying crunching sound effects, it will likely take some coordination to knock someone down with this bug, since you can't really see what's happening. I managed to land a couple of hits on unsuspecting opponents before the match started, but didn't do enough damage to take them out. 
Still, it can definitely ruin someone's day should there be several players in the queue that are willing to use the bug for nefarious purposes. That said, the main draw of today's Apex Legends patch is the addition of duos, a mode that focuses on pairs rather than teams of three. And of course, if you did want to dive in, then by all means, the update is live now. Uh, but very interesting bug. Never seen this one before. Uh, as somebody who does not take this seriously, this is hilarious. I love this concept. At the same time, as somebody who also watches competitive Apex Legends, this this would be so incredibly frustrating, especially in a competitive scene. Of course, this would never happen in a professional kind of setting, uh, but even if you are just a novice competitor, this is still very frustrating. So hopefully this will be patched out today or at some point in the near future, uh, because this can definitely put a damper on somebody's good time in the big BR game. But with that being said, that rounds out today's episode of the Jam Pack Report. Of course, if you enjoyed this one, drop me a like down below and let me know which story your favorite was. I don't know what's happening today. Uh, but I will talk to you guys tomorrow for a brand new episode of the Jam Pack Report. Until then, have a fantastic one and peace.